All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Senior White House and political correspondent, Ed O'Keefe joins us on the Quiver River Electric guest line. Good morning, Ed. How are you? Great to be with you guys. I'm doing well. Well, it's it's good to have you. And uh, just about a half hour ago, Donald Trump on Truth Socials, uh, I almost said tweeted, but he wrote, I get much better poll numbers, P-O-L-E, against <laughs> Biden than Nikki Haley. Not even close. So um, what do you suspect will end up happening today? Will he finish really far ahead of her i think it's only a question of by how far ahead is he uh over nikki haley at this point whether it's double digits as many project is she able to get closer um keep it maybe within 10 points that would certainly give her momentum and a little wind at her back as she heads back to her home state of south carolina her team insisting this morning that she plans to stay in the race through south carolina and beyond They've noted that she raised a million and a half dollars since Ron DeSantis dropped out Sunday night, a sign that there's at least some financial support coming her way. But the Trump team would turn around and say, look, we, we've got more of that money, more of that momentum, more of the sort of uh, brick and mortar Republican institutional support to make sure we can get over the finish line in South Carolina and beyond. It's time to clear this field and get on to the general election. He may have a strategic point in wanting to do that, but she'd argue, look, only about a 1.3% of the country's weighed in, and uh, maybe a few others should first. When the announcement was made Sunday by Ron DeSantis that he would be suspending his campaign, what was the reaction in New Hampshire? Was there a ruckus at all, or was it a smooth shift to, well, I guess we'll shift our DeSantis vote to Trump or Haley? It was more that, because he wasn't polling outside of single digits anyway. His team understood, and most everyone monitoring things here believed, that he wasn't going to be a factor, that this was, in essence, a two-person race. He had not spent sufficient time cultivating New Hampshire voters, uh, focusing so much more instead on Iowa, or, of course, he only ended up coming in second. So there was really no need for him to spend time here, and they realized over time that then there wouldn't be a need to be in South Carolina, because that's Haley's home state, and he was running out of options. So that roughly... Maybe no more than 8% of the vote that would have gone to DeSantis has probably redistributed itself mostly in the direction of former President Trump because so many of DeSantis' supporters were former Trump backers who were just looking for the next generation or somebody slightly different and now see no need not to stand with the former president and vote for him today. CBS News senior White House political correspondent and political correspondent Ed O'Keefe is with us on KMOX. When you when you talk to folks in New Hampshire, I don't know how much uh, um, talking to you've done with voters, people who live there. What are they saying and why they are choosing whoever they are choosing? And, and I know it's difficult to really get an idea of how the entire state feels just by doing a random sampling of interviews. But what are people saying there when you talk to them? Well, and, and I'm on this year-long quest uh, across journalism to suggest that it's not that we talk to voters, it's that we listen to voters. That journalists should be listening to those that are making the decisions and then conveying what they say. And in this case, 
it is similar to Iowa near you guys, immigration. Uh, concerns that the system needs to be overhauled, rethought, retooled. Here, though, it is less a concern about immigrants potentially, you know, overtaking communities, which is a, a false concern to begin with, but more that there are real-world effects of the lax border security because you've seen illegal drugs, most especially fentanyl, cross the border uh, and really uh, cause a scourge of, of deaths and other health concerns in this New England state, which has seen a disproportionate number of fentanyl-related deaths in recent years, really since 2015, 2016. So for them, it's, it's more of a practical, if we don't solve issues at the border, it leads to an increase in the drug trade. It kills our people here. Um, and that's a big concern. The economy, given that this is a state that uh, has a, a much, uh, much more conservative outlook on, on taxes especially, uh, is always a concern here. Uh, this state's economy does pretty well, but there are concerns about the cost of things. And so that, too, like everywhere else, uh, is a topic of concern. And you would think you might see more conversation about national security and veterans affairs because this is one of the states with the highest percentage of veterans in the country. But we've seen less conversation about that, more on those other domestic concerns. And there's just this general argument from former President Trump, especially over the future of the party and, and the desire to take out uh, and defeat President Biden and put back a Republican in the White House. Uh Earlier, um, New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu endorsed Nikki Haley. He's been very critical of Donald Trump. I guess, does his opinion not carry, does not hold very much weight with Republican voters in New Hampshire? Just as it did not in Iowa when Kim Reynolds there endorsed Ron DeSantis. No, it does not. And what's curious and what I'll be watching for is, look, you're on South Carolina now, state number three. The governor there. Most of the statewide office holders and members of Congress have endorsed former President Trump. Will that matter? Or could the inverse be true there, that despite their support, perhaps he doesn't perform as well? Looks like he's going to. Um, so, you know, and we may really be at this point where to be a Republican office holder is less about traditional Republican values and more about how loyal or, you know, how committed are you to Donald Trump? And that is a lesson that those that have not aligned themselves with the former president, at least so far, are going to have to consider and and potentially, you know, think about and determine how they want to align themselves uh, if if uh, if they want a future in the party. Because this is a guy, as you know, who, who keeps score uh, and who calls out those that are not on his side. And as Ron DeSantis saw this week, the moment you are, suddenly uh, the incoming stops. And, uh, and he lets you be. So he is demanding loyalty of the Republican Party. Many have picked up on that. Others have not. We'll see if Sununu here in New Hampshire uh, suffers at all for that. But he's a governor who's not running for re-election and trying to make a statement with his support for Nikki Haley, arguing it's time for the GOP to move on. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 